State Representative Vernon Jones, but I will have a message to Democrats. Let's pay very close attention to what State Representative Jones said, and that is that we need to quadruple down on our message from the Democrats on black voters, particularly black men voters. And so I'm not going to waste any more time talking about what he said. I want to warn all Democrats that we need to make sure that we focus our efforts on black male voters to continue to make sure that they vote Democrat. got vernon jones on the phone now my brother how are you uh state representative vernon jones how are you my brother i'm doing fine sheila how are you and your your co-host there how are you guys doing wonderful yes, wonderful good. uh milani kai that's her name and uh you know she's a good woman <laughs> she was giving me a hard time though she's on you though. i can tell she's on you. she's on me she's on me but she's a good woman she's church going and she's single um so anyway where were you no i was no, Me too. I was your about, uh, hey, Uh-oh. about 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, anyway, go ahead, Shelly. She's blushing, Vernon. Got her. I'm straight at 6 o'clock. Hey, hey Vernon, Vernon, Representative, I grew up on a farm, too, in upstate New York, so I don't know. I had horses there and cows and chickens. but are anyway, you upstate? Poughkeepsie aware? I was outside of Albany, New York, outside of Albany. Okay, Albany is just north of Poughkeepsie. I'm very familiar with that area. Good okay. territory. So, Vernon, you, you endorsed Donald Trump. Um, I talked about it the other night. Um, we, we had to reschedule for tonight, and I talked about it. I wasn't surprised. But can you first, the first question is, tell us your reasoning. Why did you, as a, a Democrat here in the state of Georgia, why did you endorse Donald Trump for president? Well, it's very simple. One word, I guess, results. Um, president Trump has really brought about definable results. For example, prior to the epidemic, or I should say the pandemic, the unemployment record for African-Americans, it was a record unemployment, I should say, for African-Americans. It is a record across the country, but clearly African-Americans benefited from a lot of his policies, the tax cuts, where new investments uh, from companies and organizations creating jobs, putting people back to work, that helped. Secondly, the Criminal Justice Reform Act. That was a big deal for the African-American community. Joe Biden, who wrote the, the crime bill and shepherded it through um, passage and signed by President Bill Clinton, that wiped out a whole generation almost of African-American men and women uh, who mothers lost their sons, wives lost their husbands, children lost their fathers. And, and more and, importantly, communities lost their men. Community lo- Communities lost their men. They lost 
uh, a lot was lost there. And so um, here's President Trump coming back and turning that around and letting thousands of black men and women out uh, who had these long lifetime sentences where they're rejoining with what left of, what's left of their family. Now, that, that's a huge impact in the black community. You can't deny that. Absolutely. And then finally, well, I won't say finally, but another thing, I went to a, I'm a proud member of a graduate and graduate of North Carolina Central University in Durham, uh, HBCU. And I know the importance of HBCUs. They're the training and breeding ground. They were and still are uh, for those when blacks couldn't go to traditional white schools. And a lot of our great uh, folks who have contributed to this country in every field of human endeavor came from these traditional black schools. North Carolina Central University has a law school, one of what, four black universities with a law school. Maynard Jackson attended law school there. What if it were not there? And President Trump, Trump came in where the previous administration had cut funding for HBCUs. And some would say really tried to get HBCUs to close, them, do- close their doors. President Trump comes back, reconnect that funding, and at the same time, he writes it into law, so it's guaranteed. And so that's a big deal. I mean, no Democrat has done that for blacks. No Democratic president in my right. lifetime had that much direct impact on the black community. Absolutely. And so for that, I put my country before my party. Um, and another thing, too, um, sad to say, my party does not have the big tent that it claims to have. Uh, oh, yes, diverse with, with gender and race and orientation, but not with thought. They don't have room under that big tent for independent and conservative black man. It, they just don't. And, and I just and that is just uh, uh, it's discrimination against black. Actually, <laughs> let me ask you this. So that being said, that being said, I heard you say something to the effect of you didn't really leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left you. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I'll go back to what I just said. If you look at the agenda of the Democratic Party now. Let me tell you, I believe in equality. I don't care what your orientation is. The Constitution should provide protection and equality for everybody. I'm there. But if you look at the Democratic Party's agenda now, the bedrock of a Democratic Party is the African-Americans. It's our African-Americans. But African-Americans' agenda is nowhere in the Democratic Party. Uh, it's, it's LGBTQ community, which is fine. I have no problem with that. I support people doing what they want to do. However, being LGBTQT in that community and in the black community is two different things. Uh, when you look at illegal immigration, I'm for legals coming to bring as many as you can bring in here. However, that legally, there has to be a process. And so you have American children uh, and families who have been here for years, and certainly African Americans, who have been below the poverty line, who need resources, and resources go to uh, the emphasis on the Democratic Party is, is to allow illegals to come in illegally, even when they commit violent crimes, they're providing sanctuary cities so they won't be deported. So the police department will not report them to ICE and deport them back to their country. And here you can take an African-American mother whose child is in a failing school and she'll lie by her address to try to put her child in a performing school and she gets in more trouble by doing that than a legal does by a legal, I would say a drug, uh, a gang member can come in and get more benefits and break the law 
then that woman who's an American citizen, her family goes back generations here. Her family helped build this country, and she's trying to get her child in a performing school, and she lies about her address, and she gets in more trouble mm, than actually, coming that, to this country that legally. Wo- that woman I have did, a problem with that. Right, that woman did, and, sev- and that woman did several years for that. Right, and but where's the Democratic Party pushing the black agenda? Absolutely. So, Vernon, that being said, um, I, I've got to ask this. The, the Democrats in the state of Georgia, they've they threatened you. They're coming to get you. They're going to primary you. Are you going to change party affiliation and just say you're a Republican or are you going to stay as a Democrat? Because that's what you are. You're just a conservative Democrat. Well, first of all, what are you going to do? Are they going to spank me? Huh? Is that what they're going to do? Here's I had a, I had a, joke, I had a joke when I was leaving no. alone. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the racism and the discrimination. Zell Miller can be a United States senator. He can endorse a Republican president. He can even speak at the Republican National Convention. Did you hear the Democratic Party take any action against him? Did they call him a sellout? Did they call him a, anything? I mean, did they, did they bash him? No. And you know what? And he remained a Democrat. And every Republican and Democrat who was running for statewide or Congress was trying to run to him and get their support. Absolutely. Get his support. But, but why, what? that's my whole point. But if you're a black man and you're independent thinker and you're conservative, you don't have any room in this party. Wait a minute. When Joe Biden got the bounce and his campaign came back around that took him to where, to where he's a nomination now, they didn't say the LGBTQ community, LGBTQ community gave him that bounce. They didn't say the illegal immigrants gave him that bounce. Who did they say saved him? The black African American. Right. Yep. Now, here we are saving white Democrats. They don't do anything. First thing they want to do is look at helping other groups. But the main core, the main base, I mean, there has to be something wrong with that. So, again, my party didn't leave me. I mean, I didn't leave my party. The party left me. And I, I'm going to continue to hold on to these conservative values, independent thinking values. Um, and, and you know what? They're going to have to – They're going to. black people need to be woke in the Democratic Party. It, it's been run now by liberals where it's a, it's, a, it's a liberal agenda. And, you know, historically, the most conservative people there were were African-Americans. Absolutely. They have been completely hijacked. I look at now when you look comparing gay rights and civil rights, those are two different things. But the, the LGBTQ community, I'm not beating up on them, but they have literally hijacked, literally hijacked civil rights as it relates to African-Americans. It's a big difference. You, the, talked about, you talked about Zell Miller. You talked about Zell Miller. I want to get back to that because he endorsed, he didn't endorse J, um, um, uh, Jason Carter, but he endorsed the, the woman running Michelle for, Nunn, Michelle Nunn um, as on the Democratic Democrat. side, but then he right. endorsed Nathan Deal, and no one really said that. No one said anything. said anything. Nathan Deal was Republican, and she was a, a Democrat. Right. But nobody said anything. And the reason why he didn't endorse uh, a lot would say probably he didn't endorse uh, Jimmy Carter because of the problems, or I should say not Jimmy, but Jason Carter right. because of politics previously. But the fact of it is, he was, was the Democratic split- Party then. Right, right. So, uh, you know, so when you run for re-election, what is your message? Because everyone knows you endorse Trump. What is your message to that that the 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 uh, the, the area that you your your rep area your district? Excuse me, your represent the district you represent. What is your message to them? Is it a pro-Trump message or is it a pro-growth message that it excludes Trump? Like, what is your message as you run for re-election? No. Uh, um, you know, people talk about my district being heavily African-American. It is. But my, but, but my agenda is what it's always been. Uh, first of all, um, 
black people are conservatives. We really are. We, we are faith-based. We, we do try to save our money. We, we don't, we don't want to depend on the government. We want our own. That's how I was raised. Right. Black people want to bear arms. They believe in the Second Amendment, too. So this, this myth, and there's this thing that black people are monolithical. Well, if so, then why can't I have my own independent thought? Right. So blacks can't say on one hand, criticize some whites and say, oh, well, you think all blacks think alike. Right. And then when I think differently, then there's this issue. Right. But it's, it's, it's more or less, uh, I, I'm for quality education. I'm for public safety. I'm, I'm for uh, the government providing what it should provide. We send tax dollars up. They let some of those dollars come back and be invested in our resource in our in our community on roads and other infrastructure, water and sewer. Um, I'm for those things. I've been in, in and out of office over the past thirty years. People know me, right? And they know my track record. There's not a single person in the Democratic Party right now in in that leadership has, can record can stand to my record. Not a single one of them. Absolutely. And so when I hear this this foolishness, which it is foolishness. I, I am I am just uh, laughing and just saying, you know what? I am going to let you know that I don't agree with you, and you're not going to bully me. You're not going to shut me down. I'm not going to go along with that liberal agenda. I'm just not going to do it. And let me tell you, they may call me an agitator, but uh, try washing your clothes in a washer with no agitator, and see why don't you come out? See, don't you come out with some dirty? wet clothes. My and man. right now, this Democratic Party and black people need to be awakened by what's going on with the Democratic Party. There's no agenda for the blacks. If I ask you right now, what's the agenda of the Democratic Party for African Americans? There's no agenda. Can't be prison. It can't be uh, um, criminal justice reform. Because Trump already is doing were, it. They, 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 right. they would be on board with Trump. It right. can't be saving black colleges. If so, they'd be on board with Trump. <laughs> it can't be talking about lowest unemployment for African Americans. You'd be on board with Trump. What is this about? And well, we got infrastructure. Right. We've got it. We got to let you go, Vernon. But we appreciate your time, yes. brother. I appreciate your time. And let me tell you, when it's time for reelection, I, there will be no louder, prouder supporter of yours in that district than me. So you let me know where you well, need me to go and what churches you, you, you know need what? me to go into. One quick thing. Uh, the Democratic Party has taken a side. In its bylaws, it said they're supposed to stay out, especially the chairs, are supposed to stay out of what? Primary. Primary. Absolutely. Great call. So see, see the hypocrisy there? Absolutely. My man, Vernon Jones, State Representative Vernon, Vernon Jones, thank you for your time. Thank you. Love you to death, brother. Stay strong you, and keep thank being you. brave, my brother. God okay. bless. All right. They don't really care about us. Did he? How tall was he? 6'3? They don't really care about us. <laughs> Taking your calls when we come back, 404 872 0750.